3: That's what I
5: always say. You always follow the money.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with
6: Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
2: First bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today. Promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit v slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Here he comes, Indy Jeff Seeley. Did it again last week. Had Scheffler... To win, Cutmaker Podcast, CutmakerPod.com, at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter, and you can also subscribe there on Spotify, iTunes, your traditional podcast outlets, and join Telegram to get all the plays when they're posted. Another win. I think we're up to eleven now since the restart. Great job uh, last week, sir. Yeah,
7: we almost had we almost had two of the uh, final four. If the answer could have. Uh could have hung on we would have had two of the final four but yeah i know it, it was a good week and we're, we're almost the masters fellas this is the, the last pit stop before the masters so uh let's let's get through this one and next week's going to be amazing
2: what if tiger plays are you going to fade him are you going to approach that and there's big differences where you shop on what he is to win the masters
7: yeah so i mean i i i'm not a tiger backer in general but um yeah, I mean you guys mentioned I think he's what one thirty or something at circa and he's like forty to one or so on DraftKings. And I was, when I saw his price on DraftKings, I'm looking like he's priced lower than Louis Use Tasen, Terrell Hatton. Sam Burns is fifty to one and Tiger Woods is forty to one on DraftKings. There is no chance in hell I would say I would bet Tiger before I'd bet Sam Burns or Shane Lowry's fifty-five, Neiman's sixty-five, answer seventy, is seventy. I would be any of those guys. And then even up the board, like Gary Woodland's 130 on draft case. I'd take Gary Woodland to win the Masters before I would Tiger Woods right now. Okay, yeah.
3: so what number would you need then? Because mm-hmm. I know Circa hung 400 to 1 like a month or so ago.
7: Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would probably need 200.
3: Okay. All right. There are several books right. where he's at, he's at 40 to
2: 50. No, to oh, yeah, absolutely. Well. So that's yes.
3: Okay, but, so Scotty Scheffler is the best player in the world right mm-hmm. now. I mean, he's just, and I have him at 40 to 1. I added that like in early March. I don't expect him to win every single event, so winning the Masters next week is going to be tough. But what would you make Scheffler versus Rom right now in a head-to-head matchup?
7: I'd make it even money, honestly, and I don't—I can't think of anyone that I would—I would favor over Scheffler in a head-to-head matchup right now. I mean, the guy's just—he's doing—he's doing everything right. And what was really interesting to me though is when I opened the DraftKings pricing on DFS for the Masters. And Scotty Scheffler was the the high, most expensive guy. It was it shocked me. I, I just expected to open it up and see Rom at the top like usual, but to see Scotty Scheffler there, um, it's going to make DFS for the Masters really interesting because he's going to be a tough fade. I mean, even though you're right, you, it's hard to keep keep up forever. He's on a heck of a run, and and um, he's going to be tough to beat.
3: Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's get to your bets for the Valero Open. If you want to mention, uh, you know, details about the course, what's important here. And then start sure. with uh, you know some of the core plays that you have here for this tournament.
7: Sure, guys. So this is we're in San Antonio this week, and it's about a seventy four hundred yard par seventy two. Uh, this is not going to be a difficult course. I expect twenty under or something to win. Um, it's 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 a little long, but it plays shorter simply because they're going to get a ton of roll. The rough's not super thick, so I expect a, a really a, a shootout here a little bit. Twenty under or so will will be the winner. Um, because of that, I, I didn't look at any of the, the major favorites. Obviously, Rory's here, Hideki's here, um, Corey Connors. There's some good guys down low, but I really started about 30-1. to 1, And I just mentioned Gary Woodland for the Masters. Gary Woodland is 30-1 to 1 this, this this week in a weak field. Um, you know, He's 15th in the field and strokes gained over his last 50 rounds. We all know Gary Woodland's a major champion. He won the U.S. Open and great ball striker. He finished 21st at Valspar fifth at API and fifth at the Honda. So we're getting Woodland at a great time at a good price. I like his form 30 to one. I like Gary Woodland. I've, I've been on Maverick McNeely a lot over the past few weeks, and he's 35 to one this week. He comes in ranked sixth in the field in total strokes gained over his last 50 rounds. His putting's been hot, but his irons have been off and on. So if he can dial the irons in and the putter does stay hot, we could see another run like he had a month ago where he finished seventh at the Genesis. So this is a far weaker field than the Genesis. And a a good opportunity to get back on Maverick McNeely at 35 to one. And then Johnny Vegas is 55 to one. He finished seventh here in 2019. He comes in, having made three of his last four cuts. He's eighth in the field on approach in his last 50 rounds. It really just comes down to short game for Johnny Vegas. The short game on and around the greens is frankly bad. If he can just be field average, uh, I think he could make a really nice run here. And then, guys, it's kind of interesting this week. We've got some traditional household names. Ricky Fowler, Matt Kutcher, Jason Day are all trying to play their way into the Masters this week. So I think that's going to be a really interesting storyline, probably the most interesting storyline, to see if any of those guys can play their way into the Masters. None are in good form, which is going to make it even more interesting.
3: Okay, so I'm going to tie in Johnny Vegas to a guy that uh, Matt Humans likes. He made a case for Charlie Hoffman, has a really good history here at Valero. Uh, I would say this – Vegas and Hoffman are two guys that can make runs on the opening day of the tournament. I think maybe Vegas and Hoffman could be a look for first round leader bets this weekend. What say you?
7: I know. I think those are, I could not agree with you more. I think those are, that's a terrific play. And frankly, I think any of these, any of these plays, if you're going to play them, it's worth a first round leader look as well. Right? You yep. know, throw, throw a little money yep. on it. Charlie Hoffman is, yeah, the thing about Charlie Hoffman, his, his, you're right, his course history has been phenomenal. Um, I I just, I'm looking at his, his form is not good. And so it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things. Do you trust the course history? Do you trust the form? Um, I'm not on Hoffman this week just because his, his form's not great. So, but I could, I could certainly understand the case given his history here.
3: Who do you have for a long shot this week?
7: Davis Riley came in second last week at the Bar, and his his short game has just been phenomenal. So if he can get his irons figured out this week, um, he's a really good price 65 to one. Um, he ranks tenth in the field in total strokes gained over his last twelve, so there's a little bit p- potential here to ride a heater. It's a good form with Davis Riley, sixty-five to one. And one one last thing on the Masters, guys. I, I was looking at Masters prices this morning, and one jumped out to me. A guy who is who's coming off an injury. He had a rotator cuff injury, had surgery, but if he's back for the Masters, so it's a true bomb. But Harris English is a freaking really good golfer. Yeah, <laughs> Harris English is a stud. He's two hundred to one on DraftKings right now. So I know he's coming off his shoulder, but I mean, that's a guy I would take a. I, I think definitely worth a flyer now, um, two hundred to one. Throw ten bucks on it. I think Harris English for a, a Masters bomb. Um, I expect if he, especially if he's healthy at all, I expect that price to come down. He's too good. be priced two hundred to one.
3: Okay. Uh, thanks for the observation. That's good to look into that today. How many bets do you have? Do you think as of right now for the Masters, and then. You know with the matchups and how many ways you can bet it next week do you have any idea like how many bets you you put into this event on, on an annual basis
7: oh I'll have I'll have 15 to 20 um, bets, especially between matchups and everything right now I only have three outrights um, as you, everyone can imagine I am heavily invested in Kepka um, I've got 20 and uh, basically right around 20 to one on him um, and I think he's gonna pr- perform well and I won't be I hope he wins and I think he probably will um, I've got a good price. I have a forty-to-one Taurus ticket. Um, I like I like that. And then early in the year, I bet Cantlay. Um, it makes me nervous because his form's not very good right now. But Patrick Cantlay, when he's on, is uh, as good as anyone. So totally agree. Those are some of my And I'll I'll play Captain just about every matchup. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Uh, our buddy from DraftKings uh, and, and Veep Tim so- is Tim coming? And if he's on the fence, show him that video I sent you. Of the girls in the cabana, the creative way they take a shot.
7: <laughs> I think Tim's going to the Masters. Oh, so he, he, he's going to the Masters, so I don't know. He won't be there. Uh, he won't be, be able to come out. No, he's going to the Masters, and, and so I think he'll have his. Uh, he'll, he'll be having his own fun there. But no, I, I, that's a, that was some video you sent me, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next week, guys. It's going to be a blast.
2: Thanks for a few minutes. Congratulations again on your nice hit, and we'll see you in studio next week. All right, folks, take care. There you go. Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker Podcast, cutmakerpod.com, at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. And I think that's 11 winners now since the restart. Good job last week. And uh, now it's getting juicy. What, what would you need on Mr. On, Woods? On Tiger, I'm going to play him to miss the cut.
3: Well, I'm, I'm looking. If he, I hope he plays. It'd be unbelievable. Put it this way. So I was
2: looking at the app
3: here at Circa when they had 400, 400 to 1, and I'm like, eh, not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even make me. Got, I were. never even could have. Fired, didn't. Isn't the
2: John Deere classic. I here's the thing. I mean, I mean it's coming like,
3: right out. I know he played yesterday and will I mean, if he plays in the tournament, I that the Masters is going to be incredible this year. Just sure. for the drama and for, you know, people that are the hype going into it, obviously. And if he would somehow like make it into Saturday and make the cut and then like, like I said, be within like six strokes on Saturday or whatever, that is going to be must watch television the entire time. And I hope that happens. I just I can't bet him to win it though. I mean, if, where would that rank all the time if Tiger won the Masters huh. this year?
2: It, I mean, get, get out it, of the way. St. Peter's. Yeah. It would fly past what happened the last time you won. It's not even getting Oh, compi- You can't even, no. no not even can't close. even compare the two. Yeah. Horrific the, What car. he's been through? Yes. The car crash and not playing? It, well, I'll just show up. No problem. <laughs> I'll fly
3: there, play 18, yes. and I'll take down the event. <laughs> <laughs> Best golfers in the world. Uh, yeah. Shooter McGavin.
2: Who's playing for second? Huh? Yeah. Come on. I could not even consider 50 uh, to 1, though. I mean, again, I, it's, it could happen here. But what were the odds a couple of months ago he would play and Phil wouldn't?
3: <laughs> well, oh. but that, that also goes to what bookmakers have said for a long time his true odds clearly clearly are not 50 to 1, Yeah, but they don't have to hang. Some places don't have to hang
2: more than that because the public will still bet it. No, that's true. And when he was going through that tough stretch, we just always asked for Carl, put up the true odds. He goes, There's no reason to. They'll bet. No, they'll bet. They'll lay the twenty-five. Glad they'll gladly take 20-25. Yep. There's no reason to put up forty fifty-one. Sure. So. Yep. Yeah, i uh He's big for business. Going back through, I think late. G- I could
3: check the dates on the tickets. I think I have six or seven guys already to win the Masters. I I, so I can't add any more. At some point, it's going to be mean, like Christ. If I if I actually have a guy who wins it, then I'm going to be like, how much do I actually win? I'm not going to be on Kepka.
2: I, I'm not on him either. It, it's. Yeah.
3: He was good last week. Yeah. Very good last week. I just, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do it unless the price gets completely out of control, maybe. But um, up next, tonight's NBA card. It is huge. It's a big one. And uh, playing in their 13th back-to-back of the season, this team has stayed under in nine of the previous 12. We'll run all the numbers down for you in tonight's card. Coming up here and Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of uh, March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup, like the Breakfast Baconator. Had it yesterday, phenomenal. That's got to be one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had in my entire life, no hyperbole. Uh, Everything about it was so well done. Croissant combos and hot or cold coffee, and like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends, oven-baked sizzling bacon, perfectly crispy in my opinion, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned, breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Thing is awesome.
2: Yep, big card tonight. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Excited. Getting fun of the association. Week and a half left. Denver is now even with Utah. I know Utah is a tiebreaker, but Denver can jump ahead of them in the standings with a win. They should take out Indiana. Indiana, eight players on IR, five uh, five out for the year. Turner's out for the year. Uh, their last seven losses, they've allowed 127 points. I mean, this, this, uh, I know it's Denver. They have gone back a couple of years. They l- they lose some games like this, but this is really interesting. So out. then, what do
3: you make of this total then tonight? Because the Pacers do play in some ultra high scoring yeah. games, but so many guys are out. Can they actually right. score enough points? Because Denver, I mean, they also—I mean, they just played a one
2: forty-one thirty against the Suns. They can play in these one thirty-five to one
3: twenty-five type games. And it could
2: be blowing them out, and then they they sit people and get ready for the big game Friday. I could see that happening yeah. too. Um. Look at yeah two thirty-two and a half, and then laying laying nine and a half. I got a prop for you tonight. <laughs>
3: Put this up. Will the Joker have a triple double in the first half?
2: In the first half? Yeah. Okay.
3: Make odds on that. Make it twenty-five to one, which books would not do. I'll give you eight. Give me eight to one.
2: Eight to one. So they did a third quarter. Like was it, what then? Third quarter last game, midway through the third. Okay, make it that. Put it that. Yeah. Then will he have a, th- a triple double by the end of the third quarter? That's probably a better prop. A on the line here, right? You have the MVP race, and uh, if he can continue to get the uh, move, the odds and have a strong uh, close to the finish, close of the season, and also the uh, the Heat game too. I mean, you got several tweets on this, you're right? With Bam going against Smart. Smart, now the favorite, plus 150 to win Defensive yep. Player of the Year at Bet Rivers. Oh, You
3: know, I tried to get down yesterday on uh, the Joker because I have M- I have a, a several guys to win the MVP, but my best bet is MB 12-1, to 1, biggest bet. So I was riding that out the whole way, and I'm like, I'm not going to bet Jokic because I think it's going to be Embiid's year. Then finally, when that straw poll came out, I'm like, okay, it looks like I better make, make some money on this thing or get some of my money back on... Joker, mm-hmm. I tried to bet him at multiple sportsbooks yesterday here in Las Vegas. I can't. I don't even want to tell you what happened. Really? I tried to get a thousand down at plus one forty. Wouldn't take the bet. I tried five hundred. Wouldn't take the bet. It's all over the app. All over
2: apps. Yep. Right, you got go, go,
3: go to go. I tried. I tried three hundred at plus one sixty five. Uh, offered me forty nine dollars. I rejected that. They moved it to minus one ten. Oh, boy. And then another app in town yesterday wasn't working until, like, probably 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, what a shame.
2: You got to go to the counter, and you got to pound the kiosk. What you got to do. Yep.
3: where we're at now. So I eventually got down bets of, like, 200, 100, and 200 again on Joker at, like, plus 140 or whatever it was
2: shouldn't be that way, though, either. This isn't like the Vesna Trophy. Of course. This is the MVP yeah. of the NBA, right? Dallas with a big game tonight against Cleveland. Again, a, a mass unit with Cleveland. All these guys that have been out. Allen, Mobley now, wait out for the year. is banged up. Rondo's doubtful. And uh, the Mavs trying to get the three seed. Easy win. Easy time of it last night against the Lakers. Uh, four and a half. They go Cleveland, Washington, Milwaukee, Detroit for this road trip. And then close Portland and San Antonio. So definitely doable here that they can jump Golden State.
3: Oh, and make that three seed. Yes, there's no doubt in my mind that can happen. By the way, they're the best under team in basketball again, like we pointed out 30 minutes ago. They're seven three and one to the under with no rest back to back. Last night flew over, but again, that's they had at 82 at halftime against the Lakers, and that's the Lakers defense that we're talking about. It's unfortunate here the Mavs have had so many injuries. Yeah, Mobley banged up the other night. And, yeah, the Cavs. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, Cavaliers. Yep. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, by the way, for those who missed it. Now, Scotty Barnes down to, like, plus 250 to win the uh, Rookie mm-hmm. of the Year.
2: Yep. They t- uh, Toronto's at home to Minnesota. Minnesota's lost 16 of their last 17 in Toronto. They are only two back of Utah as well, which uh, I know it's, it's dumb and dumber, so you tell me there's a chance they lose the tiebreaker, but they are 2-1 and one this year against Denver. If Minnesota can get one tonight in Toronto and then beat Denver, then they have the tiebreaker over Denver, and then they could win out because it's Houston, Washington, San Antonio, and Chicago. I mean Utah's leaking oil here, with some tough uh, games the rest of the way. So they're, they're still fifty to one in some spots to win the division. They're two back. I, out
3: of I, time, but I still. don't know. But, but with no tiebreaker here, or with that advantage going to the Jazz, that's a lot to overcome. Here's what you need: the Lakers must step
2: up and beat the Jazz tomorrow yes. night. Yeah, and I don't think it's uh, going to happen because well, yeah, LeBron's doubtful. But I could if I can go six and zero here. I mean, it's going to be tough to go to Toronto and Denver and get both, but it's still I can I can run the table. Even a five and one, I got a shot with how bad Utah's playing, and who knows who knows what Denver does. Plus, I w- I could get that win Friday in Denver, and I'd have the tiebreaker over the Nuggets. So. Catching three tonight, totals yep. around two well two twenty nine and a half. Good, game. you got to take the Celtics. To I me, mean, you have to, right? You're getting everyone back. The last two wins against Miami, Miami has has failed to crack ninety five points. Boston's kicked them, sh- shut them down. Yeah, as well. What were you gonna and, say? And the other thing too, <laughs> I forgot where I was. Uh, the other thing too, and this is big too for the Defensive Player of the Year awards uh, as well. But I, okay. but, but, but it is because it's smart. Yes, it versus is. out of yes, bio. it's yes, a monster. Absolutely. Like last night, people make a big deal yeah. because Freak took on yep. beat. Yep. And uh, so what? Whoop damn do? You beat Sacramento. All right. Sacramento's dealing no, with okay. all these injuries, and that's not a get. It's a get well game. But now we'll see. You got to take the Celtics. Celtics are four. Yeah, that's too low. I don't get I, it. That's short to me. They've dominated Miami here in the last couple of meetings. Mm-hmm. And how good they are at home. They're giving up 103 points per game at home. Number one defense, okay, shouldn't surprise anybody, but they're killing people at home yeah, during this l- run. Let's not
3: Again, let's not forget what happened, or what the Celtics were on before that loss to Toronto in overtime, which, by the way, they were sitting almost everybody, and they almost won it anyway. Uh, they, were, they had three losses going all the way back to the end of January. And in their wins... Three of them were by six points. Every other win by was by nine points or more. So it's like they were the margin of victory since like the All Star break is by far and away the best in the entire league. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think I think for short. Sure. That is a big card. Uh, OKC's down. They're only playing eight guys. They take on Atlanta. Look what Atlanta's laying. I mean that opened up with opened up twelve. Uh, Indiana's playing eight guys. Atlanta hasn't won an OKC since 2016, by the way. But. Mm. Uh, they'll get one tonight, and you're right. Presti's doing it again. Look how OKC might not go over their win total. Pelicans laying a bunch against the tanking Blazers. Suns Warriors game. Suns laying six and a half. Sixty-one and fourteen. This doesn't get enough attention. The season, the year they're having. Um, is six and a half too short as well? Yeah, the way the Warriors look at look at Golden State's game log. Woo-hoo! Look away. They are in. They've lost six of seven. The win was the Miami meltdown when Spoelstra and, and and uh, Butler almost had fisticuffs. Oh, they are. It was a 19 to nothing run to start the third quarter. Yeah, they're in rough shape right now. Yeah, that's the win.
3: So I hate to be, you know, chalk fest central here, but again, that might be too short tonight for the Suns. Uh-huh.
2: And Memphis looking to lock up the two seed. And uh, they take on huge game. They take on San Antonio. What do you want to do here? This is big for the Lakers. This is big for San Antonio. How many guys are going to be out tonight for the Grizzlies? Yeah. Well, does it matter? I don't know if it does or
3: not, but I mean, probably not. But would you want to do a first quarter bet again tonight yeah. with Memphis? Nine and one last 10, first quarter. Nine and one last ten, eight. They scored twenty. Think about this. Yeah, they scored twenty points the other night against Golden State, and they still covered. If, if you got three, three and a half in the first quarter, they still covered. Because I, I saw that number move to four, four and a half at some spots, but three, three and a halves were absolutely available, and twenty points still got the job done. And then they scored a hundred and three points in the final three quarters against Golden State. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe a first quarter over because the Spurs really get out of the oh, gate sure. well, too. Yes. What do you want to do with... How about the Knicks? Charlotte laying a small number in the garden. The Knicks have won four in a row. They're feisty, man. They went to Charlotte, blew them out. They went to Miami, had the big comeback win. They beat Detroit, and they beat Chicago yeah. last time out. Now they're at home against Charlotte. Both teams playing well. Um, I have not been running to bet
3: against the Knicks here lately. In fact, it's been the opposite where you would actually want to look at New York. Mm-hmm. and tonight could be the same exact thing. I'll give you a trend here. With uh, Washington this year, they got beat last night against Chicago. They host the Magic. They are 7-4-1 this year, ATS, with no rest, but 9-3 nine, nine and three to the over in the same situation. They're laying three tonight against a bad Magic team. Total is 219.5. Yeah.
2: Last night, low-scoring game against Chicago, which did not see that, that one coming. me. That surprised me. DraftKings has Boston $1.30 to win the Atlantic, Philly even. They have the Jazz minus dollars that's too high. Yes, it is. Bet, uh, Bet Rivers has them two eighty, and uh, DraftKings has Minnesota fifty to one. Bet Rivers smart now plus one fifty defensive player of the year. Barnes plus two fifty rookie of the year. Mm. Six games left. Loaded card tonight. Oh yeah, I can't
3: wait for yeah. for the action. I do think we're going to b- get a bunch of points that Nuggets Pacers game. I-, I think we'll see that yeah. happen. Okay. I'm concerned it could die in the second half. Up next, Brian Geltziler is going to join the show. The team nobody is talking about that could potentially make a deep run in the playoffs is who?
6: Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: NFL draft right here in Las Vegas. We'll have extensive coverage, mock drafts from Matt Eumanns in Lombardi. VEASAN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick. Sean King won a Super Bowl. They'll give you insight on what's going to happen. And also Brent Musburger, the legend, will give you his draft best bets in our betting guide. Sign up today. Full access to VEASAN through the Masters, the start of the MLB season, and the draft, only $19. VEASAN.com slash draft. Talk some
3: more NBA here. Brian Geltseiler, kind enough to join us here early on a Wednesday morning, Sirius XM and NBA TV. Brian, thanks for the time today. Uh, Woj bomb during the break. Looks like Robert Williams could return to the Celtics in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, overall, how badly do they need him back to go on a deep run? Um, was it absolutely necessary? And then your thoughts on defensive player of the year, because Marcus Smart was a hundred to one, like three weeks ago. Now he's the favorite.
6: Crazy, right? So let's start Robert Williams. Yep. Um, you know, to me, they need Robert Williams if they're going to go to the finals and not to say they can't win a round or two without him. Robert Williams is the difference between Boston having a great to all time, great defense. Cause if you look at their numbers from January 1st to now, it's been some of the best defensive numbers we've ever seen in this league. Uh, and their defense without him still is very, very good. I mean, you know, the old philosophy about actually having good individual defenders to have a good defense really applies in the NBA now more than ever. And how they've used Robert Williams and it's really a tribute to Emi Udoka has done a fantastic job. Yeah. But how they've used Robert Williams as this roamer and kind of like hunting the baseline and challenging corner threes and, and protecting the rim, but like they put him on the worst guy on the other team and let him wander and let him roam and. That's been huge for them. Losing that's difficult, and they'll try to put Daniel Tyson in the same role. He won't do it like Robert Williams does. But getting him back for the second round with that report from Woj is going to be so big for them because they, to beat the other big time teams in the East, especially, especially a team like Milwaukee, who you saw with a very strong performance in Philadelphia last night, they're going to need Robert Williams. Defensive player of the year. You know, I don't think Marcus Smart's going to win the award. And I say that because, frankly, Robert Williams is going to steal some of his votes. Robert Williams has been that good defensively, and I've talked to people around the league that believe he's the guy that deserves defensive player of the year in Boston instead of Marcus Smart. So anybody that may have voted for a Boston Celtic, it's going to split a couple of votes. I actually think the guy that's going to creep in and win that award is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I I think he's been, for what he's been to Milwaukee, and I don't know that he's going to get enough MVP votes just because... Because due to voter fatigue. But defensively, to me, I test wise, he's been the best player I've seen this year. I don't think anybody wants to vote for Rudy Gobert. I think mean, the Jazz are, you know, the Jazz are yes. really, really on a decline here and don't look like the same team. And Gobert's not the same defender. Um, and, and I think when it comes to what happens between dividing between those Boston guys, I truly think that Giannis is going to be the one that ends up getting that award.
2: Oh man. What a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That would hurt if that happens. I'm with you on Rudy, though. I'm with you. What do you what do you think and what do your colleagues think about rookie of the year?
6: Well, I there's a definitely been a groundswell among people I talked to for Scotty Barnes lately. And with that said, I don't know that he ends up getting that just because when you look at the importance to Evan Mobley for the Cavaliers and that turnaround. Voters want to reward the turnaround in one form or another. And whether that's and I don't know that there's enough guard spots to get Darius Garland on an all NBA team, which is unfortunate. I think it's right. I don't think he should be, but I think he's darn close. He'll probably be the first one on the outside looking in. It's an opportunity to to acknowledge the unbelievable Unconventional turnaround the Cavaliers have had. I mean, they went into the season playing three seven-footers across the board with Larry Markin at small forward, and I looked at it and how the heck that going to work? Well, that works because Evan Mobley defends the perimeter. Evan Mobley defends inside. He does everything on that, that end of the floor. And you look at the Cavs with all the injuries they've had. Sexton going down. Rubio was playing a huge role. He goes down. They trade for Lavert. He barely plays after they trade for him. You look at all those things. The three guys that have been, you know, ones they've needed in the lineup to win more than anything else are Garland, Allen, and Mobley. And I do think that there's Evan Mobley has been so good this year that I think he's going to end up winning the award, but it'll be a lot closer than it would have been two months ago, just because of how well Scotty Barnes has played, but Scotty Barnes in Toronto, and I don't, I don't mean to denigrate him at all because he's really an excellent young player. That's only getting better. But he's a piece in Toronto. I mean, there's, you know, Siakam's had an amazing year. Van Vliet's an all star. And a newbie, you know, on many nights is their mm-hmm. best player. So in that case, I, I and I, it's tough because I don't want to, again, don't want to denigrate Scotty Barnes. He's been terrific. But he's a little less meaningful in Toronto than what Mobley is in Cleveland.
2: Okay. And, and one more MVP. What do you think happens?
6: I think it's going to be Jokic. And I think it's going to be Jokic based upon the fact, you know, assuming that they're able to stay out of the plan. If they stay out of the plan, it's going to be Jokic. Otherwise it's going to be Embiid. You can make a case that it should be Giannis. I've over the course of the last week, week and a half, I've been examining Devin Booker as a possibility for that award. And Mm -hmm. I think he probably should get more votes than he gets. But I do think when you look at what voters do, they look a lot at numbers. They look a lot at advanced metrics. You know, a term you hear when you talk to MVP voters a lot are win shares. And Jokic just dominates that space. You combine that with the fact hasn't had Murray for one game this year, lost Porter Jr. early. You know, believe it or not, Joel Embiid getting Harden on board with him and then team not playing as well as they played before Harden got there has been something that hurts him in the MVP mm-hmm. voting. Sure. So I think in the end, and, and listen, you can make a case that Giannis absolutely deserves the award, but in the si- in similar way you have voter fatigue with Gobert and Gobert's dropped off defensively. Giannis hasn't dropped off at all. I think there's a little bit of voter fatigue with Giannis. And I do think that for the second year in a row, this is most likely going to be Nikola Jokic's
2: award. Okay. Very good. Uh, last night, the Jazz blow, a 25 point lead, George comes back and drops 34, and they come all the way back and win. What are you hearing about Kawhi Leonard if he could possibly return for the first round?
6: Uh, I'm hearing Kawhi Leonard is likely to not return for the playoffs. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to stay out for the year. The guy I hear that is likely to return for the playoffs is Norman Powell. That, you know, that they're very hopeful they can get Norman Powell back in the lineup. But I think at this stage with Leonard because of the fact of what they're looking at for next year. And they love their team next year. They have took, and and by the way, can I tip my cap to Ty Lue, guys? He's a rock star. What he's done with this group this year has been absolutely unreal to keep their heads above water and have them in a situation where they're going to play meaningful playoff games here. But they love their group. They love who they have right now. Guys like Amir Coffey and Terrence Mann have played big roles this year. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with Covington next year, but it's very possible they bring Covington back. Reggie Jackson has taken a lead role with this team this year and really looked pretty good in doing it. And they found like a yin to the yang at center with Zubach with this Isaiah Hartenstein, who's been absolutely terrific for them. So they love their team for next year, but they want to make sure they need their lead dog in Kawhi ready there. And I don't think they want to take any chances this year to try to kind of piece this thing together. Because again, Kawhi's gonna it's going he's been out of he hasn't played in almost a year. It's gonna be a while. Yep. And I think they want to make sure that he's exactly where he needs to be and start from scratch next year. So I, I'm not saying he couldn't come back, but I don't think that's something that he wants to do or the team wants to do, and keep one thing in mind in these situations, guys. Just a quick aside when you have a situation with a player like this with the player coming back, even when you look at like load and injury management with guys, the team says it's their decision. It's 99 times out of 100, it's the player's decision. Yeah. And I think in this mm-hmm. spot, I don't know that Leonard wants to dive back in. I think he'd rather go through a full training camp and be able to start with some regular season games and ease his way back in instead of diving in at, at the peak level of intensity for the season.
3: Brian, we have like a minute left here. Uh, the team in either conference or each conference that nobody's talking about or not talking about enough that you can see making a deep run in the playoffs.
6: Um, I don't think people are talking about Boston enough in the East. I really don't. I, and, and especially this news this morning, mm-hmm. Boston, it's been a, they are built to win in the playoffs. They have two tremendous individual shot makers. Guys can get their own shot and bury their own shot in Tatum and Brown. They're loaded with great individual defenders from smart. Now we know we're getting Williams back to Jalen Brown, to Derek White. They're built to win in the playoffs in the East. And I think people should be looking more at Boston. In the West, it's got to be Dallas. And for similar reasons, by the way, You know what? Jason Kidd's done a tremendous job building a great defense here. This is, you know, they had another team, really good individual defenders, but they've put players on the floor here. The infrastructure player wise that protect Luca Dunch defensively and allow them to hide him. Here's an important factor with Dallas, Dallas signed Reggie Bullock as a free agent this off season from the Knicks. Look what it's done to Dallas's defense. Bullock is an underrated defender in this league, does a tremendous job. And look how the Knicks have collapsed in the absence of Reggie Bullock, a very important glue guy type of defender, means the world to the Mavericks. That's a team that could make a run, and I don't think enough people are acknowledging how good it could be. Pass the Jazz up two in the loss column right now. They're going to get a home playoff series in the first round.
3: Yep, totally agree. Follow him on Twitter at NBA SiriusXM and also NBA TV. Brian, thanks for the time today. We really appreciate that.
6: Always my pleasure, guys. Anytime. Great job. That
3: freak there. Oh, boy.
2: For Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, well, yeah that's yeah. no good. No, no, If that's true, then, uh, no. I didn't No. Shoveled know. in my head. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, for a lot of people. For a lot of people. Oh, huge news on
3: Williams. Huge. It yeah, bomb about 15 yep. minutes ago. Looks like uh, he could be back in four to six weeks. With that timetable, that means second round of the NBA playoffs for the Celtics. That is, uh, boy, oh, boy. That went from people saying they're out in the second round to, you know, being so big that they can win the Eastern Conference. Oh, very important to them. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Up next, national title game exactas and historical numbers. Wait until you hear how well outright winners have done against the spread going back 20 years.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
3: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so there are, I mean, this late in the season, Paulie, with this many games on the NBA board, uh, a lot of movement here. Since we talked about it in the last 20 minutes, Mavericks now down to three at several spots. So check the news, see what's going on there. Um, Celtics up to five almost everywhere against the Heat. They were four not that long ago. Uh, You have the Suns all the way down to four and a half now, almost everywhere. So scratch what I Mm. said not that long ago against the Warriors, where they could be sitting guys in this game tonight. Um, Those are at least three of the games that are moving in the last 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then you have this. How about this tweet? And we just had Brian Geltziler on SiriusXM and NBA TV who said he believes Robert Williams will take some steam or some votes away from Marcus Smart as the defensive player of the year. Marcus Smart is now the shortest shot on the board to win that award almost everywhere. Good tweet from uh, Dan Greenberg. After the game the other night against the Raptors, here's the breakdown. Marcus Smart matched up with OG and Anobi on 29 possessions, allowed two points. He guarded Fred Van Vliet on 16 possessions, gave up zero points. And he guarded Pascal Siakam on seven possessions, gave up two points. He locked everybody down for the Raptors just the other game. And there's a reason why he is,
2: you know, plus 170. Maybe shorter than that at some spots. Big shot in the arm. Go get that one seed now. Go run this thing down. Beat Miami again. It's like you beat him like a drum the last two times. Miami hasn't been able to do anything offensively. Mm-hmm. And go get that one seed. Run, go run the table now. Because you get this guy back for the second round.
3: I have uh, the Celtics at 18-1 to to win the Eastern Conference. I was not very confident in that bet with no Robert Williams. Now, if he can come yeah. back for the second round again and he's going to be healthy, then certainly I am going to be much more confident with him. Uh-huh.
2: They got all the way down to like 4-1 to to win the East. Yep. At William Hill. The Joker minus one thirty to win the MVP now. He's minus one thirty, yeah. Yes, that, that that thing has flipped. What a game last night, the, the Bucks game. It's unfortunate the whole country couldn't see it. I was watching the Lakers getting beat by thirty, but uh, what a finish and the block on Embiid and how, Freak taking over fifteen straight points. Yeah, wow. Game saving block yet again for mm-hmm. that guy. He does everything. He's so good. Harden wasn't even close on the three. He played well, but that was yeah. the shot was way off. But uh, Harris played well, Harden played well, and Bede was awesome. But that was a fantastic game. Good finish. And then what happened when the Clippers game? Oh, my God. All the way down 25 and come back to win. Who does that? Paul George has been out since Christmas. He had 34 in his first
3: game back. That's I, a story. I think he had 20 in the third quarter last night. Oh, Is that right? And he was 6 of 9 from downtown. That was great. I mean, I mean that's very difficult to pull off mm-hmm. what he did last night. Does anything catch your eye here at Circa, where we broadcast from every single day? They put up the college basketball exactas to win the title. Duke over Kansas, obviously the shortest shot on the board. Well, it's, it's both ways. Kansas over Duke, same number, plus 340. Duke over Nova, plus 535. Kansas over North Carolina, plus 515. And then you get into some of the longer shots. Carolina over Kansas, plus 925. Carolina over Villanova, plus 1150. Nova over Duke plus ten fifty. Nova over North Carolina thirteen
2: to one. Here's some outs for people: what what to do if they uh, can hedge, if they have Kansas and uh, Duke. A lot of people have been tweeting that in. Right. Uh, but I, I would expect I would expect Kansas to win on Saturday. I don't know what to expect in the Duke game. You you,
3: you can see North Carolina winning the game. Oh, yeah, absolutely, I could. Yeah, sure. They've been great. And considering what happened the last time they played, yeah, and well, and how terrific they've been since that game, basically. Yeah. I know they got torched by Tech, but so did Duke. Well, they beat up twenty-five on
2: Baylor before the meltdown. I uh, mean, yeah. It's just and yeah. say what you want about well, look, they did what they were supposed to do, but they were great against St. Peter's too. Of course, yeah. I mean that's embarrassing
3: now if you're Kentucky or Purdue to look what North Carolina did. That's what you had to do. Yeah. Against that team, mm-hmm. Baycott had a a twenty twenty double double. And Purdue have the guy; they have the guys down low to do the same exact thing. And with Kentucky, yeah. they should have mauled them down low. But yeah. give credit to Carolina
2: for taking care of them like that. Well, it's also you know you want to bet on Bill Self in a big game, and go against Jay Wright. Jay Wright's on a 19 and 4 ATS run in the tournament. So even though guys are out, then no, oh, Jay Wright's the best Jay, coach in the tournament yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But agree. they're also shorthanded. Yeah, yes. But big that's, time. It's still stepping out to go against him though. All right. Here are some numbers that you can get this
3: week. Point spread weekly. You can subscribe today, slash subscribe. ACC teams have been most successful in the final four, going 10 and 4 straight up and 9 and 5 ATS since 2001, including 8 and 1 straight up, 6 and 3 ATS when favored. Of course, they're playing each other this weekend. Um, Big East teams are 12 and 9 straight up, 15 and 6 ATS, 71.4%. In the NCAAs here versus Big 12 teams. Favorites are 27-14 in the last 41 Big East NC tournament games. So you'd be going against Villanova over there. And in Final Four games, outright winning teams own a record of 32-6-2 ATS, Paul. 84% since 2001. Mm. This pick was going to win the game. Yep. And they're going to cover. Although going back to last year, Gonzaga did not cover against UCLA. One the game, did not cover. And final four, one seeds are 16 and five straight up, 11, 9 and one ATS since 01 when not matched against other number one seeds. And the two semifinal games last year both went over the total. That's now 9, 4 and one to the over 69.2% in the last seven tournaments of all those angles going into this tournament. Well, I, I, s- I
2: hope we get competitive games because the Elite Eight was a disaster.
3: Well, and I, I got, you know, this is no news flash, but people should, people forget about this. The final four for the most part. Now, we got lucky. Gonzaga and uh, UCLA last right. year was an all-timer. But the Baylor game. T- typically, NC yep. uh, the final four games, it, one is absolutely going to be a disaster based on history, and there's a good chance both games stink. That's based on Final Four history going back many, many years. It's not a good weekend. Yep. And that's, and that's awful for us because we want good games. We want competitive games. Unless, of
2: course, you're betting on this stuff. Yep. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but I uh, wanted to go over some of the odds. William Hill put up this uh, MLB pool prop, 13-run baseball pool, and uh, very popular on the East Coast. And back there, everyone in, in has the a bar, runs this contest. Great job by William Hill. Usually takes about six to seven weeks. You just have to, every night, just cross off what the team does with what they score, and you go we can cross off zero through 13 the fastest. And the best part about the prop is, or the bet and the pool, is once it ends, you just start it again. But some teams won't get shut out. Easier for bad teams to score 13 than a good team to get shut out as well. The Yankees, the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, the Astros, and the Red Sox are 14 to 1. The Pirates, the Diamondbacks are 50 to 1. The A's, Mariners, Nats, Marlins, Guardians, Royals, 40 to 1. Totally random. Mariners, 40 to 1 could be worth a look there too. But this is a great prop. And this is, I've been in this pool before where you just throw in your money, $100, and you just, you just go off well, where are we at now? And who do you need? What does this team need? And then, uh, Crazy things gonna happen.
3: Okay, we're get, we're getting good feedback on this, by the way, on the prop. Oh yeah, uh, this is from Terry. He runs this pool as well. There are two ways to help bad teams at a good price and still pay out your winner. Uh, winner, um, names and teams are drawn from a hat. Right, the team you draw must score in the way listed below for all the prizes. Entry fees a hundred bucks. There are a total of four prizes. The first team to score both 0 and 13 wins 300 bucks. Oh. The first team to score 0 through 7 wins $300. 1st team, 8 through 13, 300 And the first team to score 0 through thir- uh, 13 wins $2,100. Yeah, very good. Oh, that's a good way to sure. slice. It's, yeah, absolutely Because you're thinking about, oh,
2: my God, I, I drew the Diamondbacks. So how am I going to get 11, 12, 13, right? I love that idea. That- the,
3: the first team to score 0 and 13
2: gets some of the pot. That's great. That's really, really good. Creative good. It is, yep. On the flip side, you could say, oh, my God, I got the Dodgers. Are they going to get shut out? I mean, right. that's the other one. It was hold right. the Dodgers in check a couple times.
3: But from people you talk to, generally six, seven, eight weeks, two months maybe. Our
2: guy Joe from Jersey and our guy Fitz from Jersey. Joe does this every year at his bar. And he says it takes about six, seven weeks. Yeah, and then you just you can reset it, right? And then you can, can do it. That's like, what they do. You can do it three, four times throughout the season, and then. they do it there where you draw out of the hat. Here, you just you can pick your team at William Miller. Every team's listed with odds. The thirteen run baseball pool—that's very good. What that? Guy how said. would you break this down? <laughs> how? How oh, would you? you know, how you do it? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's correct though. I mean, how do you have simple. a model for something like this? Yeah, it's totally random. I mean, also you could yeah, be like, yeah. I mean, okay, well, yeah, bad team isn't going to get thirteen. I would say it's easier though for. Diamondbacks to get 12 or 13 as opposed to the Yankees or Dodgers getting shut out. I oh,
3: totally agree. That's great. Yep. Uh, We asked for your top Twitter moments in history yesterday. Will power, power Rate our top five coming up next? And will a Grammys presenter get slapped? That prop is up and available. Details coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.